son, where'd you find this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the How to Malay podcast. It's a podcast about being Malay from Malay, who so come from different countries. I'm Karma Hazik and I'm from Singapore. I'm Muzakir Zainal and I'm from Malaysia. And I think at this point, uh, Zainal told us that he will only he he's really busy and he can only join us post Christmas, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, so look forward to that. We we'll do like an end of a year thing. Like I I can. I can foresee that. Maybe we'll do a wrap-up. I don't know. We'll discuss this. If he's available, yeah. Uh, pro- hopefully, he's available. But yeah, I mean, it must be <sighs> nice lah, to be in Brunei. Let's just say that. Right? <laughs> it must be nice. It's nice for him to be in Brunei right now. Everything's open now. He's doing events and shows. He's hugging yeah. people and it's not illegal. It's oh, great. my God. Must, must be. Like, oh, man. You know what? I can't complain. I just did a show, man. Hey! Oh, man. Oh. Shout out well, to the listeners who went to the show. Dude, okay. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot the like. I didn't even say this before the show. There was a guy. Ah, fuck! I forgot his name. It, it's totally escaping me. But like after the show, uh, after the whole show wrapped up, we hung yeah. out at the back. I went outside to grab a smoke by myself. Yeah. Just to like, because I, I like doing that after performing, just to like calm myself down a bit, just like sure. to get from the high of mm. performing. So I was yeah. smoking, and then like this, uh, like a mid-sized, like normal, like maybe 28, 27, 28 year old Malay guy. <sighs> I forgot, yeah, I forgot his name, but he like came up to me and like, hey man, that was really great. Uh, so I love the podcast you and Musa, you know, uh, you guys hate each. Like I think are you you and Musa friends or not? Like he asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me. I was like, yeah, we're friends. Uh, it's just the oh, friendship that, you that think? we have. I I I would say we're friends. Yeah, 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 we're friends. Yeah. yeah. No, no, now it's that guy's gonna question more. <laughs> yeah, because I think there's the thing. I, I think his question. Okay, what has happened with the guy? Let's finish your story. Oh yeah, so he just said that he gave me props. Uh, that was fun. It was his. Nice. Uh, it was his first uh, stand-up show he's ever been to. Which oh, that's nice. It's great. No, I'm, glad it, I'm glad this yeah. podcast is letting people know about stand-up. Yeah, that was because he said uh, that was his first time seeing like he. He listens to a lot of podcasts, right? A lot, like, and, and then he told me like he he dropped. I I think he got through our podcast from, uh, fuck, who I think like Faz was Faz's episode. He got onto. He listened to the podcast. Yeah. So I guess he knows Faz in terms of he he knows Faz's char- uh, like pers- uh, personality because he's a celebrity here in Singapore. Mm. And then he just started listening. He said he went back to listen back to the past episodes. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. So then when I heard you guys talking about, and then Fazzo posted about the show, he bought tickets early on, which was really hard because like I think when Faz posted out that video, the tickets sold out that day because we were limited to a hundred tickets. And yeah. Faz and he he was one of the guys that got the tickets. Nice. Talked to me about it and like he said, loving the podcast. He that I I did okay. He said I was you know I don't like to promise myself up, but he said I was a funny guy. So I you're was like, funny. thank you. You're funny. Say thank you. Take the compliment and be proud of no, your work. But I'm a comedian. We don't. That's weird. Do not normalize the idea that you are shit. Please be better but with that, yourself. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. So yeah, shout yeah. out to the guy. I'm sorry I forgot your name, but yeah, you mean you say you follow me on Twitter? So tweet me. Then I'll, I'll know you. I yeah. completely blanking out your and name. And we'll do we'll do a proper shout out. Yes. Once you do the thing. What, if, yeah. And I'll actually shout you out on Twitter itself if you nice. tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Speaking of normalizing, 
uh, the thing. So, like, when the show was out, I was like, oh, man. One of the things I like usually, especially with theater shows, mm. is thinking about what to wear. Okay. Right? Because I don't normally, <laughs> like, you know, do that shit. I, like, I, I get show it. up in a t-shirt. But yeah, like, oh, you're man, very schlubby, yeah. Yes, but this is a proper show. Let me, I want to do something. I want to, you know, I want to <laughs> jazz it up. Right? <laughs> No, like I wore uh, an off-white, like cream-colored hoodie, right? Like a mm. pullover, pullover hoodie. Yeah, yeah, with yeah a, I saw that on the story. With a cap, uh, with a cap uh, that I bought. Uh, it's a LA cap, but it, there's words across, so it says Malayu. Mm. So it was like a dope. Like for me, it's like, oh man, I'm, this looks sick. Right? Nice. Yeah, it's very and, on brand. And the thing is, mm. uh, speaking to other people, they are like, oh yeah, this looks great. You, you, find it, you look clean, you look finally presentable or something to that, to that point, right? Like where mm. I look better than usual. Of course. But the moment I stepped into the green room of the comedy show, yeah, Colin, who's a comedian, like a friend of mine, he immediately just went, come, what the fuck are you wearing? Colin can't say this, first of exactly, all. Exactly, right? That's what I'm talking <laughs> Colin, fuck you, Colin. You, you are the he, worst dressed. He wears pajama bottoms forever. No, he wear, okay, in Colin's house, there is a pants-shaped hole on his curtains. Let me just say that. From the amount... For the pants that he wears, I assume there's a pants-shaped hole on his curtains. Mm. Where he shows up in pajama pants and a t-shirt most of the time, every time, even if it's a theater show, he wore he wore the same shirt that he, he like he usually wears at a theater show. Yeah, he's a, right? he's a yep. And then because he said that it was free reign <laughs> and everyone just kept piling on shit. <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you doing? Like uh. Like I ironed out that, that hoodie and all that, like no more creases and stuff, right? And then fast just sweat. You see, comes uh sweater, like it's all perfect. Actually, he did he didn't iron it, he's just that fat. Like the moment he wore it, it stretched out and there's no more creases. And I'm there nervous as fuck gonna go on, and my 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 self-esteem is being beaten into submission. Uh, yeah. And then Rishi is just at the side. Rishi, Rishi Budwani, uh, who, who organized the whole thing. He's just at the side. He just said, you see, this is why comedians don't have self-esteem. Every <laughs> time you hang out, you, you get your self-esteem beaten into submission. And uh. you're there just a beaten man. Like, oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I, you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I love that culture. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. know you You have something against it, though. You're like, why do, why come I do uh, I I here's the thing. I do well, not have a reputation for being nice, really. Yeah. I don't know if you know the other comics don't really see me as a nice guy. I'm you're, no, the- you're uh, the way I see you and the way I've heard about you. It's like you're a very you're realist almost. You always put things the way it is. Yeah. So you never hype anybody up. You never tear anybody down. You're just like, okay, this is what this is. Yeah. Sometimes people can't take it. Yeah. Like, I, I tell you you're not funny and you have a problem. Come on, man. But you, I can respect that because you're being like, no, you're no. actually telling me what you think from your point of view. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I do have, but because I'm also, I was also put into a position where I was giving the notes to the new, the newbies, yeah. <clears throat> the open mics. Uh, so they, so there's a, so people see me a lot, you know, uh, taking like sh- shutting people down and shit. Yeah, the, the jokes are not good or whatever. And I and that has a rep- that I do have a reputation of of, of being uh, an asshole. Also, I like being an asshole. It's fun. Do but okay. Can I be honest? Uh, <laughs> yeah. When I first started out comedy, having that asshole around is actually pretty important. Of course, yes, it's super important. It literally ha- is one of the things that helps build the scene. Yeah, 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 it's important for people to know when they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also important to be able to accept all the shit that the comics throw to you. It's okay, all right. Right? No, no. This is a brutally honest with me and the, the bunch of comics that we hang yeah, out. Yeah, Basically, yeah. the green room that was at the show that night. 
Yeah. Okay, okay. we're all close friends. We've yeah. done yeah. a lot of shows together. Okay, so when a new guy comes in, we don't change for anyone. Of course. We're going to be us. We're going to throw shit. We're going to make fun of you if you <coughs> somehow, like, uh, your best friend die or whatever. We're still going gonna to make fun of it mm. because that's the group. And if you can't take it, then you will not, leave. You're not really in the group. Like, it's fine. Not, not even in the group, but like, there's people who will literally <laughs> stop performing. Yeah. And like, because I cannot, I cannot be in this situation. <laughs> so to us, we're like, you know what? Then you don't really want to be a comic. It's fine. I, I get it. But like, there's, you know, <clears throat> it isn't entirely psychologically healthy like you have to I at know. least admit that again I like know, within, I know. within the context of a gang hanging out and riffing and making fun of shit great the best way to know that you are really good friends is if you can genuinely tease somebody for things they need to be teased about about yeah okay you the amount with, of times i've yeah. been told to drink plain water by them by me i was also you on this them, everyone <laughs> like uh, yeah. uh, you gotta stop it's so <laughs> bad like every time and, I cannot even and, like even yeah. with waiters who don't know me <laughs> okay they're like nah, 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 like what the fuck <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna drink what I wanna drink I'm paying for uh, it yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so that, but that's, I totally yeah. understand it's it, is, it is an important function of, of being friends and being close family that you are able to tease each other so important yes so important that being said <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I also like that. That that needs to be like a balance. You know what I mean? You you can't always just shit on somebody forever. Yeah. And I know this because I made the mistake of overly shitting on somebody. <laughs> yeah, there's like stories. So no, I, mean, I, yeah. I guess it, like especially in the term of like in a group group of friends, do you? The, there's a lot of shitting on each other. Mm. But there's also the moments where you are actually genuine, which is important also. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So like, since we've had those genuine moments, I know we're actually friends. Mm. That's why I'm totally okay with being shit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Minutes yeah, I before it. I go up on stage, nervous as fuck <laughs> and getting my ego bruised again and again. <clears throat> I understand though why the, the listener uh, who, who came to the show was wondering whether or not we're friends. Because because it seems like we have almost nothing in common except for being Malay and being comedians. Yes. Here's the thing: when you're a comic, the when you're a comic, you are peer, and you there's immediately a shortcut to being close friends because we have the same way of looking at things, which is yeah. how is this funny? And we yes. would service funny more than we service anything else. We service we service funny more than we service people's feelings, people people's yeah. ambitions. People's pride. We're like, if it's funny or not, funny or not, okay, then say it, then do it. So then that is like a quick shortcut to being good friends. That's the most important thing that we have in common is like we have the same goal of wanting to be funny or doing something yes. funny. Yeah. And that right. wins over everything. We both everything. Will never, we'll never disagree about that. So that's so uh, yeah, don't 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 miss the don't I uh, <laughs> so don't worry, we are friends. But I understand why you think that we're not <laughs> because uh, yeah. things very differently. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's okay. You know? and that's okay and the thing is mm. as long as we know we're friends that's okay like we don't have you know like well, who cares like anyone who sees me hang out with my friends group of uh, minutes will never think we're actually close friends mm. because <laughs> right. every time we meet yeah. the first thing is an insult is thrown immediately oh god yeah, so okay. you know what it's okay it is what it is shout out to that guy I'll, I'll lo- I really look out for you but yo that was sweet so at least you know I finally met one and if yeah. anyone else happens to be listening and is in Singapore, uh, say hi if you see and tell me about what, what you think about this shit. Yeah. 
Because you know what, Loki, that felt better than after the. Of like, course, the it of does. <laughs> like of the course. things. Oh. Uh, yeah, you should have told me you knew me the moment like I could have hung out with you the whole time instead of sitting down in that green room and getting my bru- ego bruised the whole he night he doesn't know that you were on stage you tell jokes you seem confident why would he <laughs> why would his job be to to fucking fluff up your ego come that's on fair. Take, take care of you it would be nice to, you, know? <laughs> you know okay that's also another thing like I'm not ever gonna lie uh, when whenever another comic is being nice or like I get suspicious <sighs> when I come like, "Hey man, uh, hey, you look, you looking good, you looking better." You remember when we did the ep- a recording a couple of weeks ago with Prakash, like maybe a couple yeah. of months ago, uh-huh. and the first thing Prakash said was, "Hey, come, you looking thinner, you looking whatever, right?" Yeah. And I personally know I I don't like I did I've done nothing to lose weight or whatever, right? But he was just I assume being a nice guy. No, he has a problem with his uh, monitor. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he's because we both know Prakash. He's a generally yeah, nice he, guy. He will. That is a Prakash thing. Yeah. To say, even though he is a comic. Yeah. And I'm there, like, wait, wait. In my mind, right? I can tell you that in my mind, I was trying to figure out an angle that he's gonna say this nice thing, but he's gonna angle his way out to saying something <laughs> funny or mean. <laughs> no, <laughs> did, did, I always it. feel myself that situation whenever someone. He did it. So like, okay, where is this going? Mm. What mean thing are you going to angle your way into? Is that, oh, nothing. Okay, you're being nice. Okay, that's weird, but cool. <laughs> Part of why, like, as much as I like <coughs> stand up and I love getting to know comics and being friends with comedians, that part of it, the ribbing, the riffing, and the whole being suspicious of niceness and not knowing how to take a compliment, that one I really had to check myself a lot because I do not, I, I, I started noticing that, like, seeping into other parts of my life that is not related to comedy and it's not always healthy. You know what I mean? Yo, for real though, like some, like whenever, uh, they, they, I went out with a a, a girl uh, <clears throat> like a couple of like a year to be a year plus ago, yeah. And we w- went out for a bit, and she was very complimentary, like whenever I'm yeah. nice or whatever. And every time she, I felt uncomfortable, mm. whenever compliments or like when she's like the thank yous and whatever, I yeah. I got like just just stop, just just go. Yeah, I don't yeah. need this. <laughs> just just step away. You shouldn't feel comfortable. That's the thing. You know, it it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that originated before I did ever did stand up, or it only grew the moment I started doing stand up. I will tell you, it might be a little bit of both. So it might be worth you know checking yourself a little bit. Just accept compliments, say thank you, be appreciative of the other people, give compliments. That'll make you feel better about receiving them. Like every time someone compliments, I feel like just going, <laughs> "Hey, shut up, lah!" Like something like that. <laughs> just to not even that, just to. Not even to be mean, but to 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 cancel out the awkwardness in right. myself. <laughs> oh, stop! Ah, you're, come on, no, man. you're too kind. Oh, come on. No, oh, even then, faking comp- like that, I'm already like, oh, I'm going within myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm noticing that, and that that seems to do other parts of my life. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta put the brakes on this and figure out a healthy way to approach uh, my shit. And uh, this is why I really like, you know, with the improv thing. <clears throat> yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, That's I mean, a totally like we do the the goal of improv and stand up is the same, which is to be funny. Yeah, but the way improv goes on about it is like totally different. It's, it's like different. let's work together to a collective goal and be funny. Yeah, yeah. right. Stand up is just like okay, what the fuck do I need to do? I'll do it, even <laughs> if it brings the next person down. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I just want to be funny. <laughs> All right. 
Oh man, it's insane. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, this week, uh, what I want to talk about, because like actually we brought up a couple of guests, uh, the couple of guests that have been on. We always talk about their experiences in school and when they first realized that race was a thing and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk more about like, uh, like about school experiences and also especially Malay exams, which okay. I'm semi annoyed by because I, I did, I never, I did well in school but never in Malay. Hmm. Right, I got okay. First of all, like, how did you do in school? Like, how was your general like grades like and trajectory? I feel like you kind of know. Just smart. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it. I'm, I'm I'm good at academics. I'm not. Uh, I I know I can apply myself and I'm fine. I get a lot of A's, but my guy, I, same yeah, man. But, That's me too. Yay. Yeah, I do, <laughs> but I don't have a weakness with Malay though. You do? I don't. I don't. You don't. Oh fuck! I I like. I remember. I got a lot. Like especially. Uh, because the way Singapore system works is pretty much similar to the UK school system. Mm. Okay. So for when I was the first ex- major exam was this thing called PSLE, right? Yeah. Uh, primary school leaving exam, I think. Uh, and that's like if do well and then you get to go to a better secondary school. Okay. So in secondary school, there's streams. <coughs> there's normal technical, normal acad, normal academic, uh, express, and I, I don't know if there's anything higher than that. Yes, yeah, so like, there's a express supreme where you, nah, put, sure. you put cheese in the crust. <laughs> What? Yeah. Oh no! Shut up! You're ruining what I'm trying to say. Okay, sorry. So, uh, so you do well, like I. So I got two four five out of three hundred, which is like considered like a top. Like yeah. I was uh, probably the top five percent of. That's a good score. Of result results that year, mm. and. I got A for Malay at that at that point, so I was like, okay, this is okay. And then I went to Great. secondary school, yeah. and my Malay just fell off. I don't know why. I had to take higher Malay also. Mm. I failed that. I got a D. You know, yeah. it, I got a D or something. And then the the normal Malay, I got B three. Normal Malay. And so there's there's mother tongue and higher Malay. Yeah. yeah. So mother tongue, I got B three, which is okay, possible, mm. whatever. Right. You 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 can speak Malay. That's basically what their grade is. It's like we understand when you speak Malay, right? And then higher Malay, I got D seven, which is lucky because if you went, because I went to junior college, and if you got D's, you at least get a D seven for higher Malay. You don't have to take Malay in JC, right, right, right. And I remember I felt a sense of relief, of like, oh, I'm finally done studying Malay. <laughs> I get it. You probably. As a language, it's more to remember your roots rather than any, you know, economic opportunity. I feel like. Yeah, I like I like Malay culture. I like all the things. The, just the act of actually studying for Malay never. I never understood it. Huh. Like the technicalities of it, and like uh, peribasa. Like why? Peribasa is the dumbest thing. Like I know you you have strong feelings about Prebasa and how it's important. I mean, it's not it's not strong feelings. It's just you know facts. facts. Is it, yeah, is it yeah. facts? It's, it's not facts. a fact. It's not. Okay. I'm here to debunk this myth. Go ahead. Prebasa is dumb. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. When was the last time in conversation did you ever bring up a Prebasa phrase? Because I talk to my friends in English a lot, so never. But when I talk to my Malay friends, it comes up. Whoever like, hey bro, da 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 da. Tapi dia mat bagai kacang lupakan kulit. Like no one ever does that in the middle of a sentence to add in a bit of flair. Okay? No, but you do it in like you know. Sometimes you do it like in formal communications to put some little to put some little <coughs> spice in the text. 
if you talk to old enough people, they would say this kind of things. But they they don't say bagai blank, lupakan blank. They would put it in the context of the sentence, you know. Yeah. Let's. Okay, there's a bunch of like. Okay, let me check. I need to see uh, actual harapkan, like. Harapkan pangga, pangga makan padi. Yeah, what? what okay, yeah. I, I, uh, let's. I remember that you have to remember what it meant in mm-hmm. exams, and then they will just like either they give you the meaning and you have to write the prebusser, or they give you the prebusser and you have to say the meaning of the prebusser. Yeah. And I just like, why do I just have to memorize these phrases? What's so special about just <laughs> these few phrases that I have to fully memorize? Okay. That always got to me. <laughs> While you're looking for the pibasa, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend the existence of okay. idioms for a bit. <clears throat> so like, okay, I'm a language guy. Just, uh, just, uh, I really like languages. I, I, I love words. And um, here's the thing about idioms and pibasa, guys. It's a <laughs> we we speak in idioms all the time, really, without real really realizing it, because a lot of shortcuts and ways of 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 communication is not always literal. If you always be literal about everything, then then there's no there's no ambiguity, and you can't exist in a place where there's a lot of uh, different ways of interpreting things. You sometimes you need to soften your language. Sometimes you need to. You need to say something without saying it. Sometimes you need to say something to a group of people, but but only want like a few of them to understand what you really mean. And so you you use idioms and uh, nat- naturally evolving uh, uh, quirks <laughs> like like this kind of stuff. <clears throat> you know, there, it, there's 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 so much uh, in so many idiomatic use of languages in rap. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's the, rap. That's not yeah, you know, but, it's cool but, phrases. Yeah, but the reason it's cool is because there's a beat behind it. I put a beat behind the bass. It's gonna be amazing. You, you sure? Put, you think yeah. M Nase should rap dude, like, with pre buses? Dude, dude, fuck it. But the Swera Padi is full of like uh, idiomatic language, and it's it's a fucking banger. Okay, it's different. Okay, idiomatic. Uh, what whatever you say, idiomatic what? Language. Languages. Yeah. I fully understand because like that's like to, but the actual like because. For exams, you actually have a list yeah, of yeah, peribasa, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Which yeah, is the right. dumb, and then you have to fully memorize. They give you a list, and it's yeah. double sided. Like uh, dude, the worst. Like imagine you and your family fight. Like I hate this in movies, right? Or TV shows, especially in yeah. Singapore, Malay TV shows. Like family, where they will fight, right? And then they will like their dad dies, and then so the family comes together, mm. and then they were like, hey. Kau ni tak balik jumpa mak kau na na na. It's like no, tapi kita keluarga. Air dicincang tidak akan putus. Yeah. Then like, you don't like that. No, like, what the fuck? Just but say like the, the but this so you know why there's like you know why there's poetry in that. Do you understand like why? No. no. Don't even understand why. Okay, when you hear it, it sounds weird maybe to you because you will never speak like that. Or yes, you, I would never ever or, speak like that. Or you feel like if if ever you hear it, you be like, ah, oh, what the fuck, right? But yeah. when when you say words that don't belong to you, when you quote something from somebody, you are sort of some summoning and sublimating your own language and like pulling the words from your ancestors <laughs> to bring it into the power of the speech. That's what's happening. You know what I mean? Oh man, you look way too deep into this shit. Yo, but that's why people use this language. Like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, can. So it it sort of like brings you back to the roots of the language almost. Yeah, yo, imagine if you can if you have an argument with somebody and then you use their words back to them. That's powerful, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Now imagine if these words are like 
fucking etching stone way back and it's something people have used for generations and you bring it down to fucking smite your sibling just because they they stole an Oreo cookie. Abang, it's amazing. Abang. Yeah. I yeah, dicincang tidak akan putus. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, if I'm the brother, I'm like, eh, kau diam lah. Like, just give him a tight slap. Because you know what's stronger than a peribasa? A slap. That hurts more. <laughs> you as somebody who uses words in your work should not yes. be saying this. <laughs> But you know, I understand your point of view. Yeah, yeah. Ah, dude, there's so there's so many dumb ones though. <laughs> okay, not dumb ones. Like I I get it. Like the origin of it, because they will always explain, like why it is that way in terms of like a metaphorical sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one thing oh aja aja ayam where like you yeah, pretend yeah. to like invite or you want somebody, to but you invite really somebody want you don't really to want to. Eh hey, yeah. aja aja ayam ah like yeah. It sounds so dumb. Yeah, it does. But why? Like, is it because chickens never invite each other properly? I, like, I want to know. I want to yeah. actually know, like, especially with dumb peribahasas, yeah. yeah. I would really like to know the origin of it. You Okay, here's, okay, here's, a, here's an example, right? So, um, oh, shit, this is almost too nerdy. Okay, now I'm going to try to flatten it out for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, okay, okay. Because, okay, let's say you are, this is part of why Ajaya Ajaya probably will never quite be able to pinpoint the exact origins because language evolves not always in the way that's codified. Okay. Especially, uh, especially with with stuff that you use is called a figure of speech. It's very rarely like written down. So so you okay, do you know that do you know what tucking means in tucking. the Malay comedy sings? Yeah. Don't no. don't okay so you know tuck you know he's a comic. Okay. Uh, right? yeah. So Tuck will, will, if he does poorly, he will complain to everybody at the table, systematically one by one. And he will get really into his ass about it, even though he didn't really bomb. And he will, right. he will bomb everybody out. He will bomb everybody out. And then uh, 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 some, sometimes, and, and we tell everybody not to do that, right? You know the 11 o'clock rule. Yeah, 11 o'clock rule. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can complain about whatever until 11 o'clock the next day, then you should shut up about it. But Tuck, doesn't doesn't stick to this rule. He would keep complaining about his last set that was bad. So we say if somebody uh, bombs and then they start complaining at the mama, we say, "Hey man, don't don't talk. Are you talking?" Okay. Okay. Right. So that is a that that becomes uh, the language that we use. Yeah. So it's sort of like it re- it refers to a thing that happened before. Yeah. But because no, but then again, I guess because of all these phrases, the pre-bus that we learn. Yeah. It's so far removed to yes. us the context. Yeah, 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 exactly. That it just sounds dumb. It just sounds dumb. Especially to me, no idea. Yeah. That's that's so. Part of yeah, it. that's the thing. When you say that, right now, I want to know the guy that came up with Aja Aja Ayam, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. what happened with his ayam, that he's just like, hey, bro, like my chicken say he want to hang out, but he didn't really want to hang out. You know like, what thing, was the yeah. situation? <laughs> the thing about languages, I bet he's not even he's not even chicken. Is probably a guy who sells chicken, but who's always does this bullshit thing where he invites people, but then never has chicken in his house. You know what I mean? Yeah, makan ayam aku juga. Then people come in and there's no chicken. People like the fuck man. Kau nak ajak ayam lagi? You wanna do this ajak ayam shit? Yeah, hey, no. If that was a, that would make so much sense. Right. There was so much money. Kita macam ajak ayam hari ni. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is very Malay thing to to like. To like do okay, we just take the idiomatic language and then it becomes like that. So that's what the pre-blaster means. It's kind of, it is I think, kind of too old school. You know, a way to if people yeah. don't use it, I think we it should stop being used. But 
Okay, okay, that's not that's not true. Okay, that's I, not take true. That, I, I take that back. <laughs> yeah, people, if people stop using it, <clears throat> we should remind people that it's always been used and try to fold it into the current thing. But also, I think current uh, slang and stuff should also be codified. Yeah, I feel like, no, yeah, I feel you like, know what I mean? Because, like, I I fully understand the fact that because when you have that pre-basal list or idiomatic list, yeah, yeah, it never diminishes. It always grows because you keep adding <laughs> yes. on new. Yeah. And at some point, the old ones are too like it's so you're so far removed from the situation that it never it never makes sense to you. Yeah, right. I remember, I think the newbies at the open mics. Yeah, they just know what tucking means and they don't know tuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, tuck, uh. it's like you yeah, do you yeah. even know who's tuck? I don't know. Why are you I saying just, that? I just, I, yeah, I just know it means not to, <laughs> you know, not to complain, over complain about a bad set. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So, well, yeah. but I guess I also make this mistake where whenever I say peribasa, I keep thinking of like those really long sentences, like mm. the one I just said, like uh, yeah, yeah. kacang lupakan kulit, all that. But then also there's yeah, also yeah. actual short ones where because it's idiomatic language. Those just, are those are simpulan basi. Yeah, like what, what something like kaki bangku is yeah, that yeah, a peribasa? Yeah, 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 right. It's a simpulan basi. It's not peribasa. Peribasa is a is a thing like a full simile almost, uh, but a, but a simpulan basi is like a, like a, like tucking. Tucking is simpulan. You take a thing and you twist it and then that's it. Man, yeah. No, I I don't know why, especially Malay exams, man. I always like, cause I remember karangan, mm. and I really like whenever it's composition and it's in English. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, oh yeah, it's just I just come up with a story and I'll pass or I'll do good. Right, right, right. But if it's a Malay karangan and I see the the actual thing I have to write, I'm like, if how do I go about this? I have the idea and mm. I have to translate it to Malay, and it's so much harder for me. <laughs> like as like because there's karangan where you actually you have to write the a letter and all that. Yeah, like, you have to learn the different formats. When was that, the last time you annoying. actually wrote a formatted letter? A formal letter. Yes. <clears throat> Me? Yeah. Very anyone. recently. <laughs> Wait, what? You, what? <laughs> yeah, it was, I think it was, okay, not super recent. It's like last year. Because uh, I think somebody was asking me how to write a, not a proposal, but like a letter to the government to ask for some grant or whatever the fuck. Email so, Yeah, but you have to attach a PDF with a letterhead and with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, that kind of format. Uh, and, how you know. Old? Like how backlogged and dated is Malaysia's government, bro? That you have to do that, bro. <laughs> we have equipment that is like in the seventies inside the what film negara. Film negara is the only one I have direct contact with. Okay. And the, the 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 gear they have is like good quality gear, like really expensive good quality gear for the seventies, and they still have it. <laughs> I'm like, what uh, is this top quality? They come out and but it's all pristine. It all works. What the fuck is this for? And the thing that is like fucking sad. I was talking to Anwar on a on an upcoming episode of the podcast where we will be both sort of. We know the beam of like Malay media is that it's backwards. It's all garbage stuff. But but it actually isn't. There's a lot of good quality. Uh, progressive, challenging, interesting product that was out on TV even, is just not archived properly. And so even the film together who have these like backlogs of stuff, they never like try to preserve it or like do a screening of past stuff. They don't celebrate, we don't celebrate our recent history. Oh. And that's terrible because because then the assumption is that there's no, that we're not good. So that was bad. And yeah, because that, then the, 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 it almost like <clears throat> 
no matter how good your product is, there has to be some form of celebration of it so that people can acknowledge that it's a good product. Yeah, Almost. and also to grow. Like if you're a new kid in the med- in the media, you're like, I want to do this because I've never seen it uh, uh, before. Can you you they might end up and end up doing something that already has been made just oh, because yeah. they haven't seen what has already has already been out there. It's it's kind of sad. It's very like fucking depressing actually. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how backwards uh, <laughs> the government is. But you know, if you want to get all those stuff archived, you have to write a letter to uh-huh. <laughs> to the government requesting them. Hi, we would like to. Uh, no, no, I still you. imagine like I just imagine the the government in from on your side doing yeah. presentations. They don't this. They use the like you know the. Trans- transparent paper with like things the overhead projector yeah yeah <laughs> and there's the mouth that lights and then the shine light will reflect onto the screen yeah. and you have to place the paper upside down or else the, yeah. the thing there yeah, will yeah. not reflect what is it called oh, for, overhead projector man is it overhead o- projector o- yeah OHP that's what we call it oh my god it's yeah. so dumb and they were like here look look at this uh, yeah can you send me your set in uh, VHS tape because we still use that uh. we if you I send me if you send me MP4 I don't have player to play <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's what they teach you for Karagan man I like Karagan stuff I, I languages is, is like I'm, I'm fun I'm fine with languages I, I think it's fun learning it I don't have a problem with it um, I wish I could learn I could have learned more languages it's cool uh, but why? So I can talk shit in more languages, bro. No, no, I fully understand that. <laughs> like yeah. actually learning a language, I, I I'm actually pretty interested in it. Like to conversate. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I don't need the studying the in depth part of it. I want to. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but yeah. like, I don't need. Like especially in Malay, right? Like if I wasn't Malay. Yeah. And learning Malay, I, yeah. If I can conversate Malay, of course I want to learn Malay. But I don't think I would see the need for me to learn, you know, like the the peribasa or not even peribasa. Yeah, peribasa. Because like I'm, there's no point of me ever. I don't think there will ever be a point where I'll conversate in someone in Malay. Oh, okay. In that way, you would like you would want to learn the language as much as it is applicable in practical use. Yes. Okay. I don't need the you know like. Oh, what else do you have to do? There's a lot of dumb stuff also you have to do. One thing in languages that um, that I think about the Malay language, I yeah. think in particular, is that there is a a giant like gap between formal language and informal language. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, there's basa such a basa huge gap. And basa baku almost. Yeah, in English. If you write how you speak and you speak how you write, you will never sound weird. You know what I mean? You yeah, can, I, I yeah, get that. You can talk formally and people will not make fun of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah we, we can talk with perfect grammar in English and it's not a problem. But in Malay, if you talk in full proper grammar, you sound like an asshole. Like, no, because it, you sound yeah. too proper. And it's a thing, right? Like, where, like when you sound too proper, you... I, like the way I see it, especially if you sound too proper, you think you're better than me. But that is how everybody's taught in schools. Isn't that weird? Exactly. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. yeah, that part of it is very confusing. Like I you get why. graded down if you speak in like the the base level Malay way, yeah. like almost like the normal Malay way. Yeah. Like I remember, like especially with oral exams. Mm. That's the thing. Like if you speak, 
without the baku you be marked down because that's not the actual way to speak Malay and then a part of me as a kid I remember like yeah but that's how you you talk if we went in school that's and how you, you were talk. outside that's how you talk when you asked me to come in this yeah this uh, okay Kamarul uh, so <laughs> Okay, come on. Masuk, masuk aja, masuk aja. Masuk, do ah, sorry, start. Yeah. You said not start. That's not Malay at all. Okay, and then yeah, I have yeah. to go. Selamat pagi, ah, uh, cikgu. Bolehkah saya ambil tempat duduk ini? Like what? It is, and I don't like that gap. I think part yeah. of it is because I don't know what the fuck the Dewan Bahasa is doing because. Language should evolve. Like if, if the formal English, formal English now and formal English even like 50 years ago, there's a lot of things that have changed and they they've accepted that that language is as it is used. If yes. you use it and people change how they use things, then the rules must change to follow how it's used. I think it's like how the the dictionary always adds new, you know, yeah, what, what's yeah, the dictionary yeah. for? We add like new words for the year that's being yeah, used yeah, in. Yeah. Everyday life, yep. but then that doesn't happen for Malay language. No, I don't know what Dewan Bahasa Pusaka is doing. It feels like just some like mired in orthodoxy, and the, even the social media uh, accounts for those they they like to, much like bring up Pribasa and old pantun and stuff. Okay, okay, fine, fine. But what is your work in in catch, catching up with contemporary Malay? Yeah. So, but it is such a I think the gap between formal and informal means when you go to school you study formal. And then you speak very informal that's not codified or canonified anywhere in textbooks. Then what you will end up believing is that you are learning this language for no reason because exactly. you're not you're not using it, and you will devalue the uh, the language. Yeah, that's how yeah. like I actually feel about the language itself. I was like, the ones your the, the language you're teaching me yeah. is so different from the language like I use. Yeah, it will feel like somebody is doing something meaningless. Yeah. Therefore, you will associate that meaninglessness with the value of the language. That's not good. It's almost that's so, why it almost feels like Malay, uh, like like actual exam Malay feels like a dying language. Like ooh. yeah, yeah, you're right. No, no, as in the actual like you know the proper formal the formal, Malay. formal yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I think formal Malay should catch up with contemporary uh, colloquial Malay. Yeah, we should learn. Add, add some fucking should, I don't know words. Yeah, like, this is this is this is the how to repeat sketch. That we do on Pimpong Monkeys, you know the you know the word for what does kantoi mean? Oh And, yeah, uh, like those. Yeah, why isn't kantoi yeah, yeah. in the the dictionary? You every I I'm from Singapore and I know what kantoi is. Yeah, yeah. Coding. Yeah, kantoi is coding. Coding should be in the dictionary. Like everyone uses it. Yeah, tong tong. <laughs> tong tong. Like I've never yeah. heard that until you and uh, Prakash. Prakash. Yes, you use it. Then I learn. Yeah, but <laughs> tong tong, it's so dumb. It is, it is a word though. It is, it is and then uh, you know, you should use uh, and now instead of ta, just put letter X. You okay. Know? Now, Typical. now, now we're getting weird. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, the way I see the way Malaysians text mm. is so foreign to me. You say this like you text with so many Malaysians, man. I mean, you know, no, 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 no. As in, like the the typical ones that get posted on Twitter and stuff okay. about like yeah, funny yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially, yeah. especially like, uh, when people make fun of uh kids texting their girlfriend, mm. and they post that conversation online. Yeah, yeah. And it's always like a B, but it's B I E, uh B <laughs> tak keluar nari, and then it's B I E, then letter X. Yeah, yeah. And then K L O tak keluar nari. Like what? It sounds so the way I read it. In my voice, it sounds so funny. B tak keluar nari. 
Atau uh, like Ngawak apa sekarang Like tengah buat apa sekarang Ng- Ngawak yeah. apa sekarang It yeah. just sounds so funny to me I mean because you don't use it So to you it's absurd it, 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 Is it not? I mean it's, I I know people who Who text like this No is that that thing where like And they're not my friends But I, I understand why they do it like that You know that's Yeah but talk. then There's again is that thing of like That's informal Malay Because like that's I mean, we can't go all the way there and the at we can't add the extreme of informal Malay into the formal Malay part. Yeah, but you know, the ones that sort of everyone agrees is the way we talk now. Especially like you said, like uh, kantoi. Yeah. Even yeah. the higher higher ups of any in Malaysia would know that word because they've heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. Even short short forms that we use, much like, <clears throat> to say kan instead of bukan. Yeah. Uh, which is I don't think is it, it was taught as as informal Malay. Here's the thing though. I I say this as if I know what the current syllabus looks like. Maybe the current exactly. syllabus is new. No, it, it's, it's been decades since any of us uh, between yeah. me and you done a syllabus. Yeah. So maybe maybe I should talk maybe. to some younger kids and they're gonna say ah ni kan belajar sekolah ya kantoi. Kantoi was the answer lah. Tiga B yeah. no lah. Kantoi, betul. Jepannya, kantoi. Adakah anda kantoi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Saya I, dah I, lama. I, yeah, I like languages. I like languages. Yeah. Um, In school, um, my thing about, my thing about, no, the question I would ask non-Malays non, non, non when they're on the podcast is when they they first realize different races exist. Yeah. And, and they, you know, when did they, not, when did they notice Malay supremacy? Um. <laughs> Wait, I, what is uh, Malay supremacy? I don't know this term. You, what you can't, well, you can't by context figure out what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a it's Malay it's Malay supreme where they put cheese uh, in the crust. Um, and then like, it's quite marked up, right? The Malay supreme. Is it is it is there a drop out now? The, <laughs> the new drop by Malay supreme. People <laughs> line up for days to get yeah, the Malay supreme. The Malay supreme man. <laughs> The, the red label people line up for days, man. They people do little fucking bots to check when the dew drop is. <laughs> There's a what was I was gonna say. Uh, okay, so I noticed different races. It was from um, it was from my parents. They would be very particular about uh, who I hung out with when I was a kid. We had our, I remember hanging out in the playground, which was your first experience of meeting other kids without yeah. the context of school again. You know, hey, let's just be friends and let's do something fun together and be friends like that way. So, uh, one of my first friends was a Chinese Chinese girl, and there was a we were as a as an apartment sort of uh, community. They would do much um like potlucks and parties and whatever. And if, during the preparation, my mom would like be very pointed about what Chinese people eat. And how we should be aware of what we're touching or not touching, oh, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, I was a kid. I was a kid. So, so why? Don't they? Why are they deliberately eating stuff that we can't eat? And like, and this is why because they're a different race. Yeah, this is a little confusing. All right, but there <laughs> so, are things we eat. Both of us eat. So that we're not that like, but then they always have one of the the parts that's different. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. you kind of see it yeah. that way, I guess. There was one time, so I was a latchkey kid when I was a, when I was a kid, which means we uh, would let myself in the house because both parents would be at work, and um, actually my little sister, if she was there, she would open the door for the house for me. She would be at home by herself. By herself. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, that's um, safe. 
I mean, it was the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So we were there. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that was before she went to school. So, and then one day, and okay, when we were there, we would have like, the food in the house would just be already made. And then we would, we, we would eat it. But then some days, no, there would be, we would have to figure out our own food uh, for lunch. And one time there was, I don't know what the occasion was, but this friend of mine, this Chinese friend of mine, put uh, your family they gave us a bunch of noodles yeah and we're like nice we haven't had noodles in a while in the house so we just ate the noodles and it was chill or so we thought and our parents made a big deal oh. about us eating noodles yeah yeah and I'm like why is this such a because periuk dah masak tu ada babi ada you know yeah I did I okay so my parents are very different people my mom is more She's racist, but she's <laughs> she's chiller about the religious aspect. My dad is not racist, but is very highly, uh, high, yeah, highly worried about the religious aspect. So they were having their own discussion that we do not really fully understand. But the the middle of the ground that they found they they came to was you we as kids should not should not be so free with eating whatever the Chinese people give us. And I'm like, okay, there's this thing called Chinese people. And I need to know what I can I can't do with them, and then uh, there's there's this race of regular people <laughs> who I can't hang out with. Regular people. Yeah, I was six. I was allowed to <laughs> make this dumb distinction yes, because I yeah. know there's sekolah kebangsaan and then sekolah Chinese. Why? Kenapa dorang kena ada sekolah dorang sendiri eh? <laughs> yeah, and the and the and, and it and it the logic is, Tamil school, Chinese school, regular school. <laughs> Yo, so that like, actually makes so much sense yeah. to, for you to say that way. Because I was a kid, I'm like, okay, because regular school has everybody, and the Chinese school mostly Chinese, Thailand school mostly mostly Indians. I'm like, okay, I guess this is a thing. And that was my yeah. first. I guess everyone's of, different. I'm regular. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the thing that you, you know, I, I think I don't know. I think we probably have talked about this, but policy really dictates behavior, yeah. and behavior dictates how you think. And this is part of what we're telling people when we insist that we, meaning the Malaysian people and Malaysian government and policy, is what we're telling our kids and what we're teaching our kids about race when we when we have these kind of schools that are like this, you know. Nah, so. But I feel for especially for for my side on Singapore side, it's it's weird because we are taught almost immediately of different races. Like immediately, you know about different races because as soon as, soon as you born. as soon you come out, the the doctor <laughs> will. Your, you, the doctor will tell you about all the different things in all four different languages you know <laughs> no because yeah like you said everything here has all four different languages yeah. like if yeah. it's a danger sign all four different languages yeah. so immediately you know like growing up and like okay that's the Malay language Chinese language Indian so we're all different that's good actually. but then because all of it is included in one thing yeah. you sort of like subconsciously accept the fact that oh but we're all the same it's just yeah. we're different is, Malaysia is not like you know No, but I remember, like, especially about the 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 growing up eating food part. Yeah. Like my parents are religious, but uh, they're they're almost like they're not too extreme. They're like Singapore normal religious, I would say. Like you know what I mean? Like I, just I chill, just chill about it. But pray for do the do the basics, and you'll be okay, kind of thing. Okay. Like they're not trying to make me go to tafes class or whatever. Hmm. Like, I don't need all that, but like you know, you just know the basics, the pillars, and you'll be okay, kind of parents. So even like growing up, they were still particular about the the food way because even my dad till today is suspicious of Seven Eleven food. That is interesting. 
when Why? it's all halal like you can clearly see he's always been suspicious for some reason <laughs> it's like tak tahu ada apa kat dalam so, yeah but muiz say i can eat that means i can eat lah muiz is just for ada a uh, uh, majlis agama islam singapura all right yeah this yeah, is the malaysia Islamic... yeah the malaysia we have jkm <coughs> jabatan uh, something islam malaysia yeah so uh, like, i don't know why my dad, so Growing up, my dad was that you're almost like your your parents also. Where like he's always yeah. suspicious and was was about everything we eat. Like yeah. if he's not from home, he's semi suspicious unless okay. it's from like a Malay store. Yo, I understand why your dad is like that because he has been in Singapore longer, and I remember as a kid in Singapore they were not halal places were actually uh, not as easy to find in Malaysia. What? Like the, yeah, the restaurants, for example, the fast food places are not all of them halal. Do you, oh yeah, lah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I know, but like, is this mostly not halal? I don't know if you know this, but back in the back in the nineties when I was growing up, we visit Singapore. We're like, okay, we can't go to this place because that that actually is not halal. We can go yeah. here though because it is halal. In Malaysia, I never had to think about that. That is the thing in Malaysia. I I remember like uh, as a child going to Malaysia, right? Yeah. There was never even a thought about whether we can eat somewhere. It's just eat lah. Yeah, yeah. But here, yeah, I remember like because for a while, uh, like I said, Subway wasn't halal. Yep. Like a lot of fast food places were like uh, Wendy's. Technically, yeah. like it was never halal in Singapore, I think. Uh, yeah, so when I went to Malaysia, I didn't even think twice. I was like, oh, Wendy. It was always a thing to go yeah. to Malaysia <laughs> and go eat the fast food places that we cannot eat in Singapore. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but it's weird because I remember uh when I was in secondary school about the food thing because I've grown up with my dad this way, right? Suspicious yeah. about all this food. Mm-hmm. I went to like I had uh, I went over to uh, a Chinese friend's place mm-hmm. just to hang out because he had the we had the PS4 system so APS three I think at that point or PS2 one of them. So we're playing at this place, and then uh the the parents were like, oh okay, we made you lunch, right? Uh, cause and then they were eating the home cooked food, and I just sat there I couldn't eat. I don't know I like I couldn't eat, and then the parents were like, ah. Uh, I don't know if you can eat this because we're not sure if it halal or not. I don't know if you can eat the this one. I don't know if it halal or not. Yeah. Right. So they're like, but we got Maggie. If you want, I can make Maggie for you. Yeah. I was like, I've had Maggie. This yeah, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. So they made me Maggie. Great. And then I ate it and like it felt a bit. I I I don't think it was my fault because I was still a child. Yeah. Right. So I learned whatever I learned from my parents and my surroundings at that point. So I was just like eating. And a part of me felt wrong for eating it, because I remember in my head going into what my, all my the things that my father said to me growing up, where I'm like, oh yeah, but this fork has touched pork before, <laughs> this bowl has touched lard or something. Yeah, is that like the period they 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 they, right. they, quite, they make the Maggie has had some non-halal things inside? It's, yeah. It was a weird thing, and I was like 13, yeah. 14. I remember thinking, I was like. What like? But it's Maggie. I've eaten Maggie so many times. Yeah. I <laughs> remember just being like, yeah, but everything has touched something non-halal. But you finished it. I mean, I'm me. I finished it, of course. <laughs> you know what? I have to question this. Yeah, be rude. I don't be rude. They cook yeah, to me. Like, I drank the curry leftover and all that. You know. Nice. Like I always do. You're a good guest. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> the was was thing ah. that was the thing right was was <laughs> yeah was was is the thing yeah that's the term was was like my dad was always also and that seeped into me and then now I'm like I don't care anymore yeah. it's a it's a, it's a whole <coughs> way of interpreting you know your identity and like insisting that you are not part of the oh, I, I think it's 
I think the it's a way of people establishing their identity, part of it. The whole yeah. being Malay, therefore I'm Muslim, therefore I should blah 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 blah, yeah, blah yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. Yeah. So you know. Oh yeah, I wanted to because uh remember like always, I I've said a couple of times but like in terms of always like for me in school we always gravitate to hang out with like Malays hang out in Malays almost sometimes most of the time. In Singapore, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. But I think no, no. When I say we play football, you automatically. Go, your race makes one team and then the other races make their own team that kind of thing mm. but I have a theory about this because I feel because we have all of us have to take mother tongue right Yeah. naturally in terms of the timetable you spend more time with your race than any other like it is not equivalent amount of time almost you spend with everyone okay so I feel that's why subconsciously or unintentionally you get closer to them This, even though there's also the part of like you feel similar to them because of your like shared beliefs and your pretty much shared upbringing in a sense because yeah, yeah. all of you were raised pretty much the same way yeah, but it's yeah. also the fact that you in terms of time physically spent more time with them because you had mother tongue class you had your extracurricular Malay stuff yeah. for me in secondary school okay. so we became closer to that because we spent just <clears throat> in school curriculum we spent more time with each other yeah Instead of us actually like, oh, we Malay, that's why we must hang out together. It's not. I don't think it's that. Because hmm. I think to be, I, I think I for, was, as a Singaporean, I think it makes sense for you to feel that because yeah. being Malay does not afford you any privileges. Yeah. Yeah. But in Malaysia, some, it does. But yeah, not really. Yeah, some, but not enough for you to insist on on. It's not on, an advantage, almost. It's like yeah, it's whatever. We, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, uh, my Mendaki, which is like the Malay organization. In Singapore, they sort of help the fight for some stuff that I get. But other than that, it's not really a thing. Hmm. It's not like okay, we reserve this for you specifically. It's like nah. Uh, here in Malaysia, <coughs> here in Malaysia, it is. And and while you know, while while there is an ickiness to 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 insisting, that, <laughs> but you'll take uh, it. <laughs> that, that would you not take theory. it? Most let's be honest. Would you you take the advantage? Do you, you know how difficult it is to say no <laughs> to this shit? No. Okay. Maybe to be fair, if I was no, in Malaysia, no, no. I'll take it. Actually, it's, it's it's pretty easy to say no, uh, <laughs> and I I I've insisted on not on not taking a lot of the advantages, um, uh, partly because I you know just I was contrarian like yeah. freaking rebel, but also no. Okay, honestly, I feel the part because yeah. like for me sometimes like growing up, I was like, would it, it's nice all the things that all these Malay people get in Malaysia, yeah. but then now when I'm when I'm getting older and I I view everything from everyone's point of view. Then I feel like you shouldn't really do that because like I know I feel sorry for because I'm semi, uh, like affected here because I'm the minority. Okay. And that's like to be fair, not that bad in comparison to how the minority must feel in Malaysia. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that point, that part, like I share sort of like I understand more mm. because growing up I would have been like, oh man, they get this, they get this. Like it's so much easier to be there if I was there. But then it's like, yeah, but it's not fair that I get all this. I was I gonna, was yeah, I was gonna say that. So my thought was, well, yeah, it is it is icky to like insist on Malay supremacy. Like, there's there's the idea that a race is superior. I also do have to acknowledge that Malaysia <clears throat> is kind of just by by accident of history is now the only country where you can say that the Malays are from as a, as as an ethnic uh, yeah. group. You know what I mean? Because there yeah. are Malays in. Southern Thailand, Malays in Brunei, Malays in Singapore, Malays in Indonesia, Malays in South Africa, uh, Malays in the, <laughs> in the Pacific Islands, and they are ethnic Malays who don't belong to the land they live in, or they're born or they're born with. But 
they can kind of, if they're Malay, claim that Malaysia is 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 a place where they can hang. But if that is the if that is the argument, right? Yeah. If, that, if the arg- argument is that Malaysia should have this, you know, ethnocentric uh, way of, of ruling and building policy, then we also should have a policy where we accept Malays who are non-citizens and they come here and they can become nationalized citizens because they are ethnically Malay. Oh, but, yeah. we, but we don't have that policy. Yeah, if you're not from yeah. Malaysia, you're not Malaysian. Yeah, so it's, so that's oh, it's not even that. So yeah. like then this then we gotta really figure out what the fuck this is. Then I don't know. It's a it's not a it's not a, a clicker. <coughs> I feel like you know way to address things. I mean, yeah, I mean that's why they you politicians are there and like historians are there to like teach us all these things. But a part of it is when they sort of like not misuse, but like they because like you, for what you're saying. This has been going for a long time, so it's not the current polit- the current regime's work that it led is, up to this. It is there was a sort of a, a movement that happened, like that ethnocentric thing that happened, like a little bit after Hussein on, because our founding dudes were insistent on Malaysia being a secular country, yeah. insistent on Malaysia being uh, treating all the races equally. But then some provision happened because of you know jostling for power lah, and because uh. of demograph- and because of demographics, you know the Malay centric. Party won the and also yeah, it's that thing where like the easiest way to win is by being like promoting Malays, not Malay supremacy, but like we are here for the Malays because there's more Malay people there, and if you get them, you you get the votes. That's the thing about democracy, man. Sometimes it fucks you up like this. Yeah, man. That's why monarchy all the way, man. You're a Singaporean. How, okay. how are you? Okay. How are you for the monarchy? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You're for the the Kuan Yew royal blood. Yeah. If there is a if there's such thing as a royal blood, that's pretty much the royal blood of Singapore. Right. Yeah. Lekanji's family is like the first anyone time. born in that lineage can do no wrong. I would assume they'll they'll do okay in life. <laughs> yeah. You know, if there's anything like. You talk about Johnny's privilege. That family has it. <laughs> Probably, man. Sure. Yo, it's insane. Uh, but I don't know. It's especially okay. Let's go back to the school thing. When you were in school, right, growing up, because you yeah. you're like a few years older than me. Mm. But we're pretty much the same generation, right? Okay. Are we not? We are, right? I, I, I was born in '93. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, about the same. <laughs> Like, I remember viewing, like, Malaysia schools, especially as Singaporeans, to be substandard. You know what? When I was a kid, yeah, I, and I would, every year, balik uh, kampung to Singapore, yeah. I would read your textbooks for fun because they were so fun to look at and read. Okay. And I remember thinking, you guys have way better schools. Okay, for real. So this isn't just ours. Like you feel the same way. Yeah, I was like, I would, and I, and my my cousins didn't go to pioneer school or what? This this is regular school. And I remember, Yo. I remember reading your textbooks, and they were like weird. Like, why are you reading textbooks, man? Let's play video games. Like, no, but your textbooks are fun. You came over on a holiday to read their textbooks. Not not that wasn't the point of the holiday. I'm not like, <laughs> hey, let's go to Singapore and read textbooks like a fucking. Psychopath, no, no, they was just there, and I was like, "Hey, wait, this is fun, yeah. nerd." Uh, <laughs> no, is that? I remember specifically, like, uh, we had a not Malaysian kid, but I met, but like when I first met, like a Malaysian who lived in Singapore, yeah. and they were talking about them taking SPM and stuff, and I always felt bigger because I took exams based on the Cambridge syllabus. 
as if like it made me better. <laughs> but yeah. I did. I felt better. I was like, yeah, yeah, Probably, but your yeah. exam is not a real exam. Like mine is a real exam. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. In some ways, you're not wrong. Like some people don't really look at SPM. You know what I mean? If yeah, you work up, if you work for international <laughs> companies, they don't. They're like SPM. Do you have a GSC, GCSE? Yeah, GCSE. For yeah. some reason, would that it became like the biggest form of like, and then Singapore itself because because of like you know no right no wrong, but because of the league when you uh grasp of power at that point, yeah, that made a really hard stance on education, and mm. we have to do this syllabus. We have to everything has to be to the world standard, right? Like everything. It's not just like oh, okay, this is not. We're not our school. Our problem is not that. It's like okay, fucking our university. We have to set a syllabus and a standard that top ten university in the world. Like we just have to do that. That is and mer- great and very important to have done. But that's also because of the meritocracy aspect of Singapore, right? Because right. you earn you you earn what you you work for, kind of thing. Yeah. So the schools were were always set up that way, where it's all <laughs> results based. Like you know, we don't care what. It's not about learning, bro. What do you fuck you want to do about learning? It's about getting your A. I don't care if you learn or not. Just get the A. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I remember right now, I can tell you, I can't remember a thing about chemistry. Okay. Okay? Like, I don't even remember the names of acids and all. I just, I can't remember. Like, I know some, but I like it's totally gone from me. But I had this teacher in school, yeah. in secondary school, who was so-called the best chemistry teacher because he had a 90%, like, close to 95% rate of his students getting A's for GCSEs, for okay. O-levels. Yeah, okay. But, he didn't care if we learned. Of course. He, he was not the best, you know, teacher. He's the best results getter. Yeah, he do. But the way he taught, I, I remember showing up for the exam, Yeah. not nervous as fuck, and everyone finishing an, a Cambridge O-level paper. Yeah. Uh, an hour and a half paper in like 45 minutes and everyone's just sitting down and I'm looking around and then I can see pockets of people just like done with the exam. So right. like, this is easy. Right. And I remember the way he taught, right? Yeah. Was insane, dude. Like imagine a lecture. Yeah. He, he, him teaching us, he's at the bottom, we're at the top, like he views down. Yeah. So we're, we're, he's teaching, teaching, teaching and then he sees two people talk. So like, okay, run laps. In a lecture hall and then they run laps, go down and then he immediately drills them on like what like uh the the okay how do you get I don't fucking know uh, sodium chloride or some shit I don't okay. know I forgot yeah. I forgot my chemistry yeah, yeah, yeah but it's like training not he's not teaching you he's training you in the exam way to get your results yes man any any system that that can be that has like measurable metrics can be gamed you know yeah, he had that game on yeah like that motherfucker like he knew okay okay dude they had. Like predictions of what questions would come out that year. It was mm. insane, like the way they thought about it. Because I went to secondary school in the thing called autonomous school, like I told you before. So yeah. there's no normal acad, no normal technical. It's just express and higher. So it's yeah. like people who did really well for the exams before. Yeah. So it's all like so called the smart people, right? In a sense. Okay. And then the way they the, the teachers were planning for your exams, they already like okay. So last year they asked about this topic, especially for my history, right? Okay, so mm. last year the essay they asked about. Nazi Germany. So mm. probably this year they'll ask they will ask about communist Russia. So for that year, all you they they bombard you, they taught you a bit of <coughs> Nazi Germany, but they bombarded you with uh, uh communist Russia. Mm. And then when I took the exam, communist Russia came out. Mm. And I'm like, okay, this is easy. I've been I'm learning this for the whole year. Fucking right. the facts came out like uh like it's totally up to the teachers at that point. Mm. Like they predicted the questions. 
Yeah. They, they studied the patterns of each question every year or for the past 10 years of the exams. Yeah. It's not even about learning at that point. It's about, okay, you know what? We want to win. And this is how we win. Yeah, man. That's the thing about meritocracies because because merit is immeasurable, and when when you have measurable measurable points, you can game it, and you 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 now run the risk of losing the 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 thing that is unmeasurable, the intangible stuff. Yeah, you know, compassion, grace. Who art, needs compassion? I got A. You, okay. You do. You need Who needs compassion? compassion? I got A. I deserve to be better than you. You need to <laughs> learn how to take a compliment. Because you are capable, you're funny. Shut up! Ah, why are we back to compliment? <laughs> Shut up! Okay. See what happens. See how broken you are because you you've been <laughs> how you've broken been chasing, I am. You've been chasing metrics <laughs> because that's how I get my self worth. Okay. Oh God! That's all your worth in Singapore. Your worth is your grades. If you don't have that, are you really worth anything? No. Oh, damn. Just enjoy okay. yourself. Man. Just relax about it, dude. Okay, but then. <laughs> In Malaysia, were you, like, you know, were your yeah. ex- how were your exams like in Malaysia? Was it stressed out? Was there it was, like, how was the environment? Was, of it? There was kind of like that. There were definitely people who were hot boxing. You know, they were like uh, um, being being drilled, going to going to camps that teach you how to how to answer questions. You know, they were studying past year questions, entire textbooks or like workbooks that were full of past year questions, and you're just supposed to do the drills and whatever. There are yeah. people who, who hardcore really want to do that, and I respect them. Um. Uh. And I think part of that is whether or not you trust the system. And to trust the system, you need to trust authority figures. And to trust authority figures, I feel like you might need to be able to have a good relationship with whoever uh, teaches you and takes care of you. Unfortunately, very you know, I went to uh, an experience of of secondary school that was not great for me, and I I I rejected authority a lot. And I just stopped really caring. So uh, <laughs> it's, it was very. But that's obvious. insane now. Okay, now that that's insane to me because like, I know you and your thirst for knowledge in a good or bad way is insane. You really want to learn a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I, and I, for I, me to listen that at that point, it was so bad. The school situation made you not want to learn. Yeah, makes me think like, yo, how rough was that? Like, because <laughs> knowing you now, all you want, a lot of the things you want to do is to learn new stuff. Yeah. Or Love. get deeper into topics. I do. It, yeah, and it, it is not necessarily because I'm smart. Because I just like knowing yeah. things. I like learning. you like to do it, but then I back then learning. it was such a bad environment. You didn't because, want to do it because because the environment did not is not conducive for learning. It's all for answering exams and yeah. and also I I sort of wanted to uh I was trying to figure out how to get out of the family of course, and I wanted <laughs> to know how best to do this and and um. If you just follow acad- academia in Malaysia, you won't really get to a place where where you can necessarily have a good job. You know, at the time I was like, okay, if I make money, I can live on my own. I can I can fuck off from the family. So I I put a lot of my energies into studying things that I know would would make me money. So that's why I got into software engineering. That's why I, I immediately wanted to work instead of going to uni. But I, 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 I went to uni anyway. And I, I got a job before my convocation because I really didn't want to stay in the system uh, for too long. And of course, uh-huh. of course, if this kind of thing that I applied and I was in Singapore, I would be way better off. Because the, the great thing about having world-class everything in Singapore is that if you say I performed such and such and it, I was the top blah, blah, blah in Singapore, that means something yeah. in the, in, in, uh, worldwide. 
you know. But if you're a top, a top in Malaysia, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody really gives a fucking shit, you know. I'm the best comedian in Malaysia. Who gives a tit, dude? You're not great. Shut up. <laughs> But it's not yeah. that person's fault. It's because no one takes the country seriously in that sense. Because the country doesn't take the country seriously. The people in power in, in Malaysia are still beholden into this weird backwards ass thing of, you know, the monarchy is great. If you're Malay, you're great. It's <laughs> fucking embarrassing. And you're then nobody's, really. nobody's looking at merit as hard yeah. as they should. And I'm like, you know. No, is that of, thing where like, yeah, you should take, uh, like, you, I'm here to say there's also downsides to taking merit too seriously. Mm. Because here There's a reason why We're regarded as An unhappy country <laughs> yeah. Because we're all Fucking stressed out About results and money Bro <laughs> We're yeah, stressed no. the fuck out About results and money That's yeah. all yeah. You're, yeah, you're a kid You're stressed out About exams You go up to be an adult You're stressed out About money mm. I, and, Yeah uh, That's why yeah, When I was <laughs> When I was in Malaysia I mean my, my, the, the, point, the point was I wanted to finish making Was that I know if I had that mindset And I was in Singapore I'd probably be, be doing okay But I would yeah. But I would be Fucked up in, in Because I probably Would not necessarily Be able to express Myself in comedy Or in these other yeah. ways Freely You know And to, to fully be Be myself And like have, have, have that space To be okay With being okay you know what I mean? Okay with being okay. Oh my yeah. gosh. Bars. Uh, <laughs> bars. <laughs> okay, that Did... sounded like a sad white boy music. Like, no, line. it's like, no, because it's okay you, not to be were, okay. Were you ever? Because I remember there was a part of me, like, there was a lot that not, not far. This part of myself is still here, actually, with me, which is, but I'm trying to work, work against it, which is oh, the yeah. part of me that hates. Not being the best at something Okay You know I try to be really really good at something Like really really good And often I get there If I try hard enough um, But I know that succeeding at things Does not actually make me happy uh, Ah yeah, You know no, no, my, my problem like I, I, The way you see things I see like sort of like the opposite way Where I'm Like I want to be good enough Because <laughs> everything in Singapore is so like you put yeah. in the, the mindset where like we you have to be the best or else like you have to get this all the way to MBA or else like what's the point? No one's gonna hire you, something mm. to that extent, right? So I just wanted yeah. to be like ever since I remember like with my PSL results, I got two for five, yeah. and I've the whole time I aimed for two for five because that was the cutoff point to get to a school that I wanted to go to, yeah, which was called Victoria School. It was a it was like a sort of like a smart school, like, right? <laughs> Yeah. So I got two for five, and that year the cutoff point was raised to two for seven, and I didn't get in. So I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this country? I did enough, and it's still not enough to get into that fucking school." Uh, right. And then how do you feel? And yeah. That and then I honestly think that set up my mindset for my life, where like, dude, can can I just do something enough? Like nothing seems to be enough. Wow. I don't want to be the best. Okay, I like not okay, not that I don't want to be the best. If I can be the best, I want to be the best. But first, you're not off, really. I when you, you say this, but like I don't know. You can do I need to be the best? <laughs> I do not have that. You know, I, I want to be enough. I almost view everything as that mindset. Well, I just want to be enough. Mm. But I think it's also because of the way the country is set up, where like right, 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 everyone yeah. wants to be the best mm. in terms of stature, money, yeah. uh, results, all that, right? Yeah, where I wasn't there thinking like, hey man, I need to be the top student to get there. It's like, no, nah, what do what is the minimum I can do to get into a place where I'm comfortable? I think, because yeah, I sorry. it's too stressed out for me. 
to think about trying to be the best because everyone wants to be the best. Oof. Yeah. Maybe I won't turn out like how, how, I, how I did uh, if I was in Singapore. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, like in Malaysia, I went pretty far, man, with comedy. Very far. It took me to Finland. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. So, but I was not happy. I was like, I was like, fuck, I thought achieving things would be good. <laughs> but then <laughs> I had to figure out how to, you know, so what? Be, be okay with myself psychologically. So, yeah. Uh, so that's a whole different thing. That's why, man, you got to learn to take compliments so you'll be happier, Moose. That's your uh, problem. This, that's my problem. I didn't know that. Yeah, you need to learn to love yourself before you can let others love you. Well, okay, what, what? I don't know. <laughs> that's a completely different. <laughs> how, how did that come into the conversation? I, it was such a. I don't know where that came from. It just came up to my mind when uh, I said, "Yeah, you need to learn okay, to love yourself." All right. I think that's more talking to myself than you. But there, uh, there you go. Some, some honesty, finally. Some emotional honesty. Nah, that's not a thing. Okay, you don't ever. I never uh, want to be emotionally honest. It's too vulnerable. Come, the 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 proper strength is being able to be vulnerable, bro. Nah, proper strength is shutting yourself to the world, being a lone wolf, and doing everything. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Well. <laughs> I guess we end with some emotional honesty on my part. Yeah. But anyway, I am most. Do you have anything you wanna you know tell the people? This episode is gonna come out um mm. on this sixteenth, fourteenth, fourteenth, fourteenth. And and the day after this episode comes out, I will be on uh Mr. Sam C's uh No Right Answers. So go to twitch.tv slash Mr. Sam C for the winners finals. Like all the winners of the months are meeting up in one finals to you can yeah. win the whole month. Turns out I I was one of the person who scored the most in that mm. and and I got to uh, be with two other people who also scored high. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. And also uh, go to patreon.com slash monkeys for audio podcast comedy stuff. Uh, Kamarul has heard the latest episode yeah. no the, the past the millionaire show episode that was really fun <laughs> <laughs> yo it really yeah. is really like I'm his friend and all but I wouldn't say that I would still say the same thing if I wasn't his friend like it was a fun listen <laughs> it's, it's like it's that thing for me personally it's like I know it's good mm. because I'm annoyed but laughing at the same time <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I'm frustrated at the sketch we're like what the fuck but I'm laughing <laughs> Yeah, so go, go check, <laughs> yeah, that, go out. check that out. Uh, go to patreon.com slash scroll all the way down to so you think you millionaire is it and then play that sketch. Uh, yeah, that's that's all the plugs I got today. All right, uh, from my side, uh, there's still shows going on, thankfully. So yeah. on the 19th of uh, December, the the same, uh, you can check out the COVID comedy comeback is still on because they added a gala night where all the acts that has performed through mm. the three weeks will all perform on one night. So there's 12 comedians. All of us are going to do our set. So get tickets for that. I think there's like a, literally a handful of tickets left. So, the, so you will be on the show. Right? I will be on the show. Will you be of... doing new material? Say yes. Yes, yes, I will. Yeah. Yes, I will. So that same Malay guy can c- come to the show again. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. My issue all you come... should. Come and bring friends. It's going to be great. I mean, yeah, I guess you can bring friends. But literally, like I'm saying, there's like, Seven, eight tickets left. I don't know. It's close to selling out, but yeah. So if you get the chance, if hey, it's not if, sold out, if they get over, you know, over, over people overbuying. Maybe you, you guys get an extra show. 
Yeah, no, I don't think so. That's not how it works for the Capital Theater. Yes, I, I don't know. Okay. But uh, yeah, so do that. Check out if there's still tickets by the time this episode come out. So please buy that. And mm-hmm. then on the 25th on Christmas, uh, there's another show going on. So uh, it's uh, I think it's Father's show, but it's not been formally announced. But it's gonna be announced over the weekend. Mm. So I mean, by by this time the episode comes out, you you'll know about this on the twenty fifth. Please check out. I uh, just go to Fuzz's Instagram or my Instagram. We'll post about the show, and it's on the twenty fifth on Christmas at the Wild Rice Theater. We're gonna do just Fuzz and his crew, me, nice. Jackie, Colin. Tight. Wanna be on the show? We're gonna. It's super fun. So buy tickets for that. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, yeah. And remember, when you go to the shows and you see Kamaru, just tell him how funny he is. No, stop. Don't. If you compliment me, I will yeah. immediately give you, I will give you Muzaki's phone number and you text him. <laughs> His actual phone number if you say that to me. You uh, you just said earlier in this episode that you would rather people come out to you and compliment you <laughs> rather than getting roasted. I, I, personally, I would rather that happen, but ah, that then? doesn't mean I'm not, I won't be uncomfortable. Right, so go and make a camera uncomfortable if you love him. Uh, go and show up and support your one of your favorite comics. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we will we'll hopefully get Zainal back soon, but earliest we can guarantee is after Christmas. Mm. So Zainal, you're probably not listening, but if you are, fucking come back already. <laughs> but uh, but thank you guys for listening for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.